Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 252 of the Life Made to Order podcast. A helpful thought experiment for any challenge you may be facing in life. I'm a big fan of thought experiments because basically thought experiments are just basically questions essentially, right? You're asking these hypothetical situations and I'm a big fan of questions because questions help us direct our thinking in specific ways and the key to all of the change we're seeking in life, everything we want, the the linchpin to all of that is changing our thinking. That's essentially what we're trying to do in this journey of ours. I know a lot of it seems very externally focused. We're trying to get stuff, right? But the easier way to get that stuff is thinking differently because how we think encourages how we feel. Energy, vibration, just fancy words for feelings. How we think influences everything we say, everything we do, in this human body of ours and we can only change our thinking when we give ourselves practice thinking in different ways we have to build a momentum there and one of our biggest challenges in this work is we're not really building that momentum we're not really doing anything to change our thinking and again one of the big reasons is we, we tend to be more externally focused if we're honest our primary goal in doing all of this work We'll claim, oh, we want to be happier, more peaceful, whatever. But if we're honest, it's kind of bullshit. We're still very concerned with the external world. And we think doing all that stuff will get us what we want. And that's not wrong. It's not bad. It's something to feel guilty about. But when we're still focused very externally like that, and we're not really working to build that momentum and changing our thought process, these challenges will continue to persist. We'll feel frustrated. All the external changes we want, they're might not happen, you know, in the way we want them to, they might not seem to be happening, uh, or things aren't lasting or consistent, right? But I'm not going to get too much into the external because that's not what the purpose of this podcast is. But again, that's why I'm such a huge fan of questions because questions direct our thinking in specific ways and gives us practice thinking with this new thought system. I call it spirit thought system. However you think of all those teachings, that's kind of what I think of it as versus egoic thought system, which is all the yucky, negative, icky thoughts that make us angry, sad, stressed, resentful, bitter, fearful, frustrated, and all of that stuff, right? So a helpful thought experiment, a helpful question, no matter what challenge you're dealing with in your life, that will help you think of it, start looking at it in a different way, a way that will serve you better, even if you'll be resistant to it, is imagine if you chose, you consciously chose this challenge. On some level, you chose it. You wanted this to happen. This thing that you're fighting against so much that's upsetting you that you're judging is, oh my God, this is terrible. Something has gone terribly wrong. What did I do wrong? What did, why is this happening? You actually wanted it to happen. You chose it fully. And if that's the case, then the, the ultimate question would be, if I consciously chose this, if I wanted this to be happening, if everything right now happening was exactly as I wanted, I wanted it to be, why would I have done that? Why did I choose this? And the reason that question is very helpful is because what's, you know, spirituality 101, one of the main tenets of these teachings, no matter what specific philosophy or whatever you're studying or your teacher or whatever, right? This idea that everything that happens serves us. 
there's lessons in everything that happened to us that can benefit us in some way and contribute to emotional health, healing, well-being, positive transformation. So if we accept that premise is true, which that's a key with all of this work, stuff's going to happen all the time that we're not going to like, we're going to find challenging. And the easiest way to deal with it is to believe that it's serving us somehow. We have to believe that. If we don't buy into that core idea, then a lot of other stuff just kind of starts falling apart. But so let's take that question now. If, if Assuming that you have at least some degree of acceptance of that idea, that everything that's happening is serving you. And if something is serving us and it would help us, then we would want it to happen because it's going to be positive for us in some way, even if it doesn't appear to be. Remember, egoic mind judges appearances and it doesn't look beyond that and things appear to be a certain way to it and it makes a judgment based on that appearance. But spirit would look at the same situation and see something completely different. And that question helps you see it through spirit filter, spirit eyes. Not this horrible thing, not because you're unlucky or undeserving or the world sucks or whatever. It's like, no, there's something here for me. There's something beneficial for me. So if you were to ask yourself that question, engage in that little thought experiment, imagine you consciously chose this, you wanted it to happen, keeping in mind the idea that there's some benefit to you. How might the situation be benefiting you? And the reason, again, like why, why I'm a fan of questions is because that idea of everything serves you, blah, 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 cliche, personal growth 101, right? You probably are aware of that. But questions, like I said before, questions get you to focus in a very specific way. They allow you to ponder teachings more deeply that you're just more likely to kind of just be like, yeah, 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 I know that and do nothing with the information because that's where practical application of spiritual teaching begins. It begins in our mind. Again, the whole purpose of everything you're learning is to change your thinking. And from there, all the action, all the doing that might be required or beneficial, all of that naturally unfolds. You don't have to figure any of that out and, and scratch your head. Well, what do I do? What do I do? If you're wondering how to apply spiritual teaching practically, that's where it all starts. It's in, in changing your thinking. It's not an action-based thing. There's nothing you do. Action will flow from that change in thinking. But again, it'll be a natural thing where you'll just do, you'll be inspired to do things. The next steps will be clear, the most beneficial tools and techniques and yada, yada, yada. All of that will, will become very clear. It's not something you have to sit there racking your brain for. But anyway, right, that's why questions are so helpful because the questions give us practice thinking in these ways. It gives us practice applying these interpretations to our circumstances. It gives us practice looking at ourselves in this different way. Because, right, like I said before, one of our big obstacles here is we take in all this information, but we're really not doing anything with it. And if we're not really doing anything with it, it's not going to really have any material impact on our lives. Because just the, the learning of the information, the acquiring of all these quote-unquote facts of spirituality and this other view of the world, you know, this isn't a topic like history where you just collect all these facts about this war happened then and during this dynasty, this was the ruler and this 
acting and that law and and then and then that that's all you do is the you just know these things and that's the purpose is just acquiring this information and you know it spirituality is not a subject like that where you just acquire all of this knowledge well buddhism says this of course in miracles says this ram das says this eckhart tolle says this it's like yeah that's great but are you doing anything with all of these wonderful nuggets of wisdom that all these teachings are espousing for you? And it's like, oh, yeah, no, not really. I'm still just kind of thinking the way I've always thought, kind of just sitting around waiting for everything to change. But I'm not changing. So if I'm not changing and I'm level of cause, my mind, my belief system, my emotional state, and there's not much going on there, I can't expect anything external to look much differently. So, yeah, again, that's why I'm a fan of questions, because they give us practice using this information in the way it's intended to be used to change our thinking. And we can't change our thinking unless we practice thinking in these new ways. So when we ask ourselves a question like that, imagine I chose this challenge consciously. Why would I do that? It gives us a chance to explore more deeply looking at the situation from a new through a new lens not this horrible thing that was foisted upon us by some unfair world or whatever the blame wherever the egoic mind is laying the blame now but it's more about this is serving me somehow there's a reason this is happening if every situation is an opportunity to work on myself clean up my belief system deal with um emotions that need to be dealt with make changes to myself that need to be made to get where I claim I want to be then yeah why if that's the case then how is that how is this circumstance helping me do all of that you're having trouble with money why imagine you chose this financial difficulty you chose to get fired from your job you chose to make that bad investment you chose to lend that money to somebody that's they're not paying you back you're choosing the struggle in your business right now. It's everything's perfect. It's exactly as it's supposed to be. You chose for your ex-husband to do whatever he just did. That's making your life difficult. You chose for your boyfriend to break up with you. That's what you wanted. You chose the family drama that you're embroiled in right now. Whatever this issue you're having with your sibling or your mom. You chose it. You chose it. And we would only choose something if it was actually serving us, even if on the surface it appeared to be very unwelcome and involved icky feelings and, and stress and whatever. But underneath all of that, there's value there. That's why I would choose it. So why? how is this serving me right now? How is it helping me? Again, this idea of a negative situation serving you, not some mind-blowing, I'm sure there's no, you know, fireworks going off in people's head like their mind is blown by what I'm saying right now I'm certainly not the first person to say this and I'm sure this is not the first time you're hearing it this again this is kind of like spirituality personal growth 101 but the question gets you focusing on it in a way that you might not be now where it's just some spiritual personal growth platitude that you're like yeah 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 whatever everything that happens serves me blah 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 yeah whatever and then you go right back to egoic interpretation of everything and hating and resisting and not looking for that lesson this this question this sort of question directs your focus in a very specific way and it helps you ponder the situation in the way that you've been told to ponder it but probably don't really ponder it in that way all that often right again these questions it's very simple but they're extremely powerful tools
Everyone's always talking about tools and techniques. You want a great tool, questions, these questions, these kind of thought experiments, probably one of the best tools there is because they help you practice thinking differently. And everything you're doing, everything you're trying to accomplish, ultimately at the end of the day, you're trying to change your thinking because your thinking is at the root of everything that's happening in your life. It explains why you do everything you do. It explains all the problems you have. It explains how you move through the world, how you relate to other people, everything. It's your thinking because that everything we do springs from our thinking. So naturally, the key to change is changing our thinking. And these questions help us accomplish this extremely, extremely important goal. It's the only goal really worth pursuing in the sense that everything you want lies at the root of that change in your thought process. And all the things you might be trying so hard to get now, going against the grain emotionally, energetically, belief-wise, and it feels so hard and frustrating and blah, blah, blah. You don't have to do, you don't have to torture yourself like that. Just, you got to work on changing your thinking and questions like this help you change your thinking. They help you interpret the situation differently. They change your perception. You can shift from fighting against everything and this is not fair, I hate this, and seeing everything as some kind of obstacle to spirit filters through spirit's eyes is like, oh, this is perfect. You have a lot of issues with this belief thing. This situation is allowing you a chance to really work through all that shit so you can finally change it. That's a good thing. You know, it's a good thing that this is bringing up your victim mentality because being a, feeling like a victim all your life has created a shit life and created a lot of problems and attracted a lot of crappy people into your life. Spirit would be like, oh, this is amazing because it's, it's, it's triggering your victim mentality so strongly that if you choose to, you'll be able to more easily deal with it because it's so on the surface. Now it's much harder to ignore. Because that's a lot of times, generally speaking, that's one of the biggest values of these really particularly challenging circumstances that are extremely emotionally charged. But again, we have to be willing to look at it that way. And then we have to be willing to deal with what's coming up. Those are still choices that need to be made. But if we're willing to make them even half-heartedly and reluctantly and begrudgingly, perhaps even, there's still a huge opportunity there. Because things get pushed up and rustled up so dramatically it's so in your face that it's hard to ignore it it's hard to suppress it it's hard to distract yourself from it because it's so strong and spirit's like good it's good that it's strong because it's going to make you deal with it again there's also be a choice there because it's it's your own thinking every all this work is nothing more than conscious choice about whether we'll actually do these things that are being asked of us but spirit needs very little from us it just needs a willingness to have our minds changed and a willingness to just deal with, you know, all the stuff obscuring the peace, the well-being, the contentment, all of that's already within you somewhere. You don't have to cultivate all of that from scratch. You just have a lot of shit covering it. And these sorts of situations give you a chance to clear that shit away and let all that stuff shine. It's like a glass, a dirty glass just got to clean the grime off the glass in its natural state it's clear it's shiny and bright and sparkly and lovely and there's just some shit on top of it that's kind of what it's like for us it's kind of the same thing so think about that if I consciously chose this why would that be if I consciously chose to have my boyfriend break up with me it's exactly what I wanted because the thing with these questions is your egoic mind's going to want to come in and be like, that's stupid. 
I'm miserable. This, this situation's making me miserable. I'm devastated my boyfriend broke up with me. I wanted that to happen. Come on now. And that part of your mind, you know, that's going to do what it's going to do. Shutting that mind, part of your mind down completely. That's not what you need to do. You know, that's not the, the goal you need to reach. You just need to be aware of what it's doing. And then again, choice comes in here again. Everything I always talk about this, I stress this, all of this work, it comes down to nothing more than conscious choice. And if we make the choices that serve us, we will succeed. By committing to making those choices, you've already succeeded, even if you haven't actually made any choices yet. The If you've chosen to choose consciously, that alone, you're you're on the right track. So when your mind rustles up resistance to like, well, well, that's bad. And this is bad. Losing your job is bad. And like, it has all these judgments about things that, well, that's objectively bad. So I wouldn't want that to happen. And then it wants to shut it all down. And you can do that, right? Ultimately, every day, we're all adults here. Everyone can do whatever they want. You can decide the egoic interpretation of a situation is accurate, is true, and that's what you're sticking with. No problem. But if it feels really badly, you got to accept that those feelings are, you know, they're, they're going to stay because the feelings are coming from your thinking. So if the thinking doesn't change, the feelings can't change. But imagine that I chose for my ex. I chose my boy. I chose that. I, that's exactly what I wanted was for him to break up with me. Why might that be? How is that breakup serving me in some way? All of the nasty, ugly shit it's bringing up. I don't want this sort of stuff inside of me. So this so when it triggers my extremely low self-esteem and sense of inadequacy, thinking, well, there must be something wrong with me and that's why he left me. When you think all these horrible things about yourself and spirit would be like, yeah, all that stuff you think about yourself is not true. You probably don't really want to carry all that shit around anymore. Thinking you're inadequate, feeling bad about yourself, thinking there's something inherently unlovable about you. You're incapable of having uh, intimate relationships or whatever. You're never going to get married and you're just going to die alone. And I don't want to carry that stuff around anymore. So that situation brought all of that up for you in a major way. That's good things. So like that's a good thing because then you'll start dealing with it and you'll start questioning that narrative and that self-image you have. And you can decide if you want to keep carrying it around or not. Another angle of maybe a relationship. Uh, you were growing in a direction that maybe your boyfriend, your partner wasn't going in as well. And maybe you were shrinking and holding yourself back because you didn't want to change too much. And, you know, you saw the writing on the wall in that sense. And you were afraid of where all that change and work and all this new path you wanted to follow would lead. And you were terrified of what that would mean. And you were holding yourself back. You were maybe avoiding making a decision that you knew you'd probably have to make eventually, which was perhaps end the relationship because you were just were not going to be compatible in, in very fundamental ways and it just wasn't going to work and you were too terrified to do that but it needed to happen so he's the one that broke up with you and you thought oh i see why i chose that to happen i chose for him to leave me because i wouldn't i didn't have the courage to do it myself and i knew it needed to be done but now i you know spirit did me a solid there and i was relieved of the burden of having to make a decision that i might not have made that i should have made so he did me a favor by breaking up with me because we're actually not compatible. And now I can 
fully commit myself to the work I've been doing on myself. And when the time is right, find a new partner who is on my level in that sense, not in like a judgmental way of better or worse than, but just like, just on a similar wavelength, we can grow together and change together. We have a lot of core values we share. My other partner that it wasn't like that you know things were just not going in the direction we weren't traveling on the same path we were becoming very different and very fundamentally in fundamental core ways where those differences were were too large to overcome <clears throat> so I wanted him to leave me because I was too scared to do it myself and he did me a big favor money problems you look at your money situation and you know when I, many years back when I had a serious money situation, I kind of looked at it through this lens and I saw what was happening. I saw the amount of money stuff, the, the situation, the, the financial difficulties. I saw the immense, intense fear that it brought up, that like primal sort of survival sort of fear, right? That's why money stuff bothers us so much. It, it touches on some of our most deepest like survival type fears, like we're going to die without money or something, right? We feel like it's so uh, central to like that sense of security that we desperately crave. And I would feel extremely, um, you know, extreme sense of fear. I felt deep shame, extreme shame. That's another thing with money, right? We think that our money situation reflects some inherent something about us. And if we have money problems, there's some we have some deep flaw within ourselves that's reflected in our finances. And I saw that the reaction I had to the situation, to the, the change in my financial circumstances, I saw how intensely I was responding to that, the fear, the terror, the shame, just that sick to my stomach constantly, like feeling angry at myself and all of this stuff. I realized that, you know, I had a lot of, the, the reaction showed me that I had a lot of work to do around stuff with money. It showed me that money wasn't the actual problem. That's another thing too with a lot of the problems that we <laughs> appear to have that appear to be specific, a money problem, a relationship problem, or whatever problem. When you start digging deeper into why it's bothering you, you see it's not actually about that. And that's always super valuable because what's another like, you know, spiritual teaching <clears throat> that's so, so profound, but because we hear it so much, it loses all its importance our problems are within our mind. It's never about what's happening outside. The outside is merely triggering something inside of us. And um, this sort of question, this question we ask about challenging circumstances, that's another angle that it allows us to explore in a more meaningful, genuine way. It's like, what is this really about? My mind is telling me it's about my boyfriend or it's about money or it's about my body but it's really not. It's about something deeper. And this situation is just rustling it up. And most of us, we're rustled up by the same kind of limited set of circumstances, right? Stuff with the body, you know, illness or, you know, not liking how the body looks, uh, like weight and aging and all that sort of stuff. Relationships and money, right? Those are probably the body, money and, and relationships. So that's another angle to it too. And so with me, with the finances, I had to see that I had a lot of deep stuff that the money, it wasn't really about the money, but the money was a really good trigger for it. And I realized that again, looking at from that thought experiment of imagine I chose this, I chose this 
unexpected, very dramatic turn in my, my money life, my money situation, if I chose it, one of the reasons that I would think why I chose it is look at all this really deep stuff it's bringing up. This is not stuff I want carrying inside of me. I got to work on this. I got to get rid of this. And after I worked through a lot of that stuff, and it was a challenging time, you know, Egoic Human Kelly found it very challenging and she wasn't thrilled about it. But when I started looking at it more through that lens and I started letting myself really be with the feelings it was bringing up, letting myself feel that shame, feel that anger, you know, things started turning around and I ended up going from that ex one extreme of like being pretty broke to manifesting all of these uh, numerous freelance writing. Cause at the time that's kind of the sort of stuff I was doing. I was like doing freelance writing. I manifested these three different opportunities within the same week. And I went from again, one extreme of being like pretty broke, like living off credit cards, broke to making more money than I never made very easily. The, the writing, the, what I, you know, the jobs were, were pretty simple. They weren't complicated. It was very steady work. It was lucrative. So I went from one extreme to the other. Now, spirit would say the point of that wasn't to improve your circumstance. That wasn't the point. The point was to improve your emotional well-being. But obviously, part of us is concerned with what the outside looks like. Part of me was still concerned with like, well, human me appears to need money. So I need to find a way to earn money. But, you know, I got the obviously the true benefit, which is was to feel better. But then obviously, if emotions and our energy or vibe is just fancy words for feelings, and that's level of cause, that's what determines what comes into our life. Naturally, that emotion, all of that emotional shifting I did, naturally, it was going to be reflected in my circumstances somehow in a way that human egoic Kelly would find pleasing, which was starting to make money again, and not just starting to make money again, but making a lot more money than I had ever made. So, yeah, right? By looking at it that way, that probably, if I didn't do all of that work, yeah, I probably would have gotten work eventually, but I probably wouldn't have found it as easily as I did. It probably wouldn't have been as lucrative as it was. So that inner work, so for a lot of people that are like, yeah, yeah, inner work, blah, 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 what about my stuff? If the inner world is level of cause, any work you do there will lead to more uh, what the ego mind would find pleasing shifts in your external circumstances. The key is though with that is you have to be open to what all of that looks like because it might be very different than what you're envisioning. You might be envisioning very specific outcomes through very specific channels and very, very specific path or whatever. And it could happen just the way you're envisioning or it could end up being something completely different. You have to be open and trusting about that. And at, at the moment, you want to do your best to try to make your top of mind motivator trying to feel better because that's ultimately all you want. The only reason anything in your life right now that is bothering you, the only reason you find it a problem is because you don't like how the situation's making you feel. And obviously this thought experiment that could do a lot for your emotional well-being in the immediate moment, because when you see something, when you go from having an interpretation of event as just this shitty thing that happened because the world's unfair, you have bad luck, or you're blaming this person or that, whatever, and it's like, now I'm suffering through this thing versus, oh, this thing is really serving me. And a lot of things I cherish very much that I want very deeply, whether certain external circumstances changing or internal 
changes. Like I want to feel better. I want to feel more peaceful. I want to let go of my anger or whatever it is. When you see a situation is giving you an opportunity to do that, that right away, you can have a, a very profound emotional shift. You might not go into some total state of peace, but the root of your suffering now is no matter what this, no matter what the surface problem appears to be in the external world, all of our suffering at the very core shares the very, there's a commonality there, no matter who you are, what, where you are, what you're dealing with, the core at the deepest level, the core of that resistance is this idea that what's happening shouldn't be happening and something has gone wrong. And if we're dealing with something that makes us feel badly and we think that it shouldn't be happening and we shouldn't have to be suffering this way, that's where we're really, that's what's really the real suffering. That's what really causes us the suffering. That's like the real suffering is that not what's actually happening, but this idea that it should not be happening. But then this other spirit lens would tell us, oh no, this is exactly what should be happening. Nothing has gone wrong. So that shift in thinking addresses the absolute deepest core root of your suffering right now, which is this judgment that what you're dealing with, you shouldn't have to be dealing with. It just, thing to the egoic mind, it's like there's this, just this basic idea of um, if something feels bad, like it shouldn't be happening or it judges certain things. It's like things like that aren't supposed to happen. Like if we were to think about if we're upset about something, whether it's something in your own individual life or something on our collective experience, like something in politics or a world event or whatever, if, and we're, that we react negatively to obviously. And we have this idea like this shouldn't be happening. That's people don't, shouldn't be doing that. And that's whatever. And if we were to really drill down our, like we, when we look at our judgment around that circumstance, like that core judgment of like, that's, this is wrong. It shouldn't be happening. If we were to keep like, if we were to really deeply examine the core of that judgment, like why we think that way, like why we are judging this situation as like bad, wrong, this shouldn't be happening. We probably really wouldn't want it. We probably wouldn't really be able to come up with any true objective assessment that justifies that judgment. It's all like emotion based and it's basically like, cause it feels bad. It makes me feel bad to do that. That makes people feel bad that that stuff's happened. So it shouldn't, right? If we were to really think about it, it's really, we probably couldn't come up with much more than it shouldn't be happening because I don't like how it feels. When those things happen to me, it feels badly. When I look at those things I see on the news, it makes me feel badly. And that's why it shouldn't happen. And it's, we're allowed to have whatever reasons we want, but we start to see that that reason is just, you know, there's really, it's kind of flimsy in that sense. There's really not much to it. It's just like, well, because it feels bad. It's like, okay, but it only feels bad because there's a judgment. Now, don't get me wrong. As a fellow human, there are things I observe that, yeah, I have those judgments too. I'm not like one of those spiritual masters that has this completely neutral view of our experience. I keep that in mind. I, I work towards that sincerely, but that's not my reality. But I do keep that in mind when I find myself doing that. And I have explored in my own mind, that's really the, I've never really come up with a better reason than, well, these things feel bad. So if it's something feels bad, then that means it shouldn't be happening. And it's like, eh, it's a reason, but it's maybe not a great reason, right? One we want to cling to too much. But yeah, so try that little thought experiment today. Imagine you chose things, however, whatever happening, it's exactly as you want it to be. 
nothing has gone wrong, nothing has gone off plan or whatever. It's not any obstacle. It's exactly what you wanted. You want things to be just as they are now. Why could that possibly be? These questions, they're very simple. Don't dismiss their impact because of how simple they are. That's another way we, we screw with ourselves in this journey. The most profound, helpful things are actually quite simple. And it's like, we can't believe it's that simple. Like we, as much as we lament it's hard, it's almost like a part of us wants it to be hard. Like maybe you make you feel more accomplished if it's harder or you feel like you deserve the, you're more deserving of the rewards of your spiritual work if it's harder to get the, I don't know what it is, but a lot of the most profound things in this journey, the most helpful things are very, very simple. Spirits like I'm not trying to make you jump through a bunch of hoops here to get your love, your peace, your happiness and your well-being or an improvement in your external circumstances and whatever that whatever you have going on there. It's like, no, it's we're not, you know, I don't want you to sacrifice anything. And there's a lot you need to give up, but it's not sacrifice because sacrifice implies you're giving up something of value. And if we really think about it, does our anger, fear, resentment self-sabotage, self-punish, all of that. Does it have true value? It's like, no, not really. So yeah, think about that today. Just think about that question. Questions are great. Like I said, they are so powerful because they direct your mind. They direct your thinking and focus in very specific ways that are very beneficial ways. You can't change your thinking unless you actually give yourself genuine practice thinking in a certain way because you need to build a momentum with this new thought system. Because that's why, right, that's what we think one of the challenges of changing our thinking is what's one of those challenges, right? The negative egoic thought system, we have a lot of momentum behind it because we've been thinking that way for a long time. So it's easy to keep thinking that way. These sorts of things, uh, this sort of tool, if you will, these questions, these thought experiments, they're a way to break up that momentum and get it moving in another direction. So yeah, that's it. Hope you found it helpful. For more content, products, and information about my coaching services, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.